You are watching Cable 10, Aurora, Illinois Community Access Channel. I'm your excellent host, Wayne Campbell. <laughs> With me, as always, is Garth. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, 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 everyone, back to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Mr. Matt Hinshaw. If you want to follow me on the social medias, I am at Hinshaw Photo everywhere. I am your Prescott photographer as long as you're not getting married, because I don't like doing those. Unless the money's right. With me, as always, my co-host, my good buddy on the East Coast, Coast to coast with the Space Ghost, Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, everyone. Yeah, man. Talent's in the house. And and speaking of talent, Matt, uh, what are you drinking uh, today? <sighs> what am I drinking? Well, I am boring as shit, and you're going to be very upset because uh, I have work... And lots of work to do. I don't want to be too inebriated while I am working on photographs. So I am drinking Folgers Black Silk. Oh, are you drinking coffee? I guess Folgers, yeah? I am drinking coffee, sir. I am drinking the dark black coffee that Folgers puts out that I think is actually pretty good for how cheap it is. Well, cool. Well, uh, I am uh, getting ready for the uh, sports ball finale known as uh, the Super Bowl, and uh, I'm drinking a beer called Drama Juice because there's going to be so much drama in the game. I don't know. That was terrible. Anyway, no, that, um, was, no, no, that was working. <laughs> that wasn't bad. I'm just trying to remember. Did I try that when I was out there visiting you? Because it, yeah, yeah, it sounds familiar. You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So Drama Juice, it's by e- Epic uh, Brewing. Yeah, there's a bunch of it at, at my wedding. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. No, that, well, like, I remember that. I mean, you know, people have sent me pictures and videos and shit that I, yeah. No, I don't remember doing a lot of that stuff. Oh, so, well, that's, that's that's fine. Well, it doesn't help when everybody's drunk off of bourbon before the ceremony even starts. Sorry, Mags. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> that was not me. I did not do that. I know she wants to, you know, she's like, just be good. It was not me. That was, um... Um, her brother-in-law that did that to us. <laughs> uh, Otter? Yeah. Which reminds me, you need to ask him. Everybody keeps asking me at work. They want to see my uh, best man speech. Because didn't he uh, record it on his uh, phone? Yeah, I think I think he did. Yeah, dude, you need to hit that up. Send it over to me. I'll clean it up, make it look good, and show it to people. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, um, I guess we should stop talking about your wedding, and we should probably talk about... Our latest legacy cast. Sound good, Mike? Yeah, yeah. I had fun with this one. Uh, but uh, yeah, why don't you uh, give us a little quote from it? All right. This is 
One of my favorite quotes that I really wish I knew a lot better without having to read it because I would have quoted it many times already in my life. So this is uh, from a guy. He's talking to Makita's manager, Glenn, right after he just got a pink slip. Yeah, I know what you like to do. You'd like to find the guy who did it. Rip his still beating heart out of his chest and hold it in front of his face so he can see how black it is before he dies. Wow, that's pretty dark. Dude, I love that quote. And it's from Ed O'Neill. You know, Ed O'Neill from Married with Children, Modern Family. Just, I love Ed O'Neill. That guy is awesome. Yeah. So for those of you who do not know, Mike and I are talking about the infamous, the one, the only... Wayne's World from 1992. Mike, go for it. Give us a rundown, buddy. All right. So, uh, Wayne's World was directed by Penelope uh, Sephiris. Uh, the writers are Mike Myers and Bonnie Turner, Terry Turner. And it's starring Mike Myers, uh, Dana Carvey, Rob Lowe, Tia Carrera. And it's a movie about... Two slacker friends try to promote their public access cable show. There's a lot more to it than that, but geez. Well, I mean, I could read the other one. Uh, Wayne no, is still I, living at fine. home. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. We need to talk about the podcast. Uh, the podcast. We need to talk about the movie for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, this was just a blast to watch, and I forgot how awesome it was, and it's still awesome. Dude, I, I know this is going to sound bad, but I, I know, well, maybe not bad, but kind of ironic. I feel like you and I pulled a lot of uh, our young childhood youth from Wayne's World. Maybe not so much the movie, but definitely we were influenced. You know, I, I remember being young and watching this movie and going, man, I really wish I could go to a concert at, you know, a cool place like that. You know, like the Gasworks, you know, not these big giant arena concerts, but smaller intimate shows and I always kind of thought of you and I as like Wayne and Garth because, you know, I was, I had brown hair, you had blonde hair, uh, you know, it was just. You were Wayne, I was Garth? Yeah, you were always a little bit, a little bit uh, more nerdy, more intellectual than I was. And I never could play guitar, though, or be characterable, I guess. I don't know how the hell I would describe Wayne's demeanor, but. Yeah. Anyways, I, I've just, you know, I've pulled a lot of parallels between yours, your relationship, I mean, our relationship and Wayne and Gar's relationship. You know, we both are really big into rock and heavy metal. And I mean, you know, the ties with, you know, Arizona too. you know, Alice Cooper being in it. I mean, it's just. Oh, yeah, it was really cool, man. I it love was a, Wayne's World. Such a great movie. And, and uh, you know, Matt. I think this might have been the first movie, and I'm not sure if this is the first movie, but but in, in this movie, they said, that's what she said. And then it says, I'm getting tired of holding it. Yeah, that was so good. I, I'm not so sure. This, I don't know if this is the first time that somebody said that. Um, well, I, I actually looked that up at one point, and I forgot what it was. But no, it's it's been way back when someone first used it. But I think... The Office definitely pulled it from the Wayne's World, though, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's that's really cool. 
But no, I I love this movie through and through, man. It's a it's an incredible film. It's just funny and fun and smart from start to finish. You know. Yeah, uh, and this this movie, in case uh, anyone wants to watch it, and you have Prime uh, Video, you can stream it right now. You know the uh, the head banging and the the reciting uh not reciting but singing along to bohemian rhapsody in the car oh yeah man and you know the you know the trivia behind that right of uh why he wanted to do bohemian rhapsody and queen well he wanted to do bohemian rhapsody and, and queen because that's what he grew up listening to with his brother and actually doing the same thing in cars when he was a teenager uh mike myers did but um in the movie, they originally wanted Guns N' Roses, the director and producer and people like that, originally wanted them to do a song from Guns N' Roses because Guns N' Roses was really hot at that time point. It was 92. But uh, Mike Myers said, if we do not do Queen Bohemian Rhapsody and you do not acquire the rights to use Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm going to walk away. Like He threatened the whole movie over that song. And he got his way. And it is... Infamy ever since. I mean, Mike Myers even has a cameo in the movie Bohemian Rhapsody that we pointed out, thanks to Wayne's World and his use of that song. Yeah, and he was uh, nominated for, um, or the the current Bohemian Rhapsody movie is nominated for Best Picture, and uh, we're just kind of bringing it all back around. Also, a really cool thing, a, a fact about the Bohemian Rhapsody scene in Wayne's World was it was ninety two. And I think the Bohemian Rhapsody was released maybe in 75, if I'm right. Uh, but something like that. Uh, it had a resurgence in popularity in America and actually was more popular after Wayne's World than it ever was when it first debuted. Wow, that's pretty impressive. All because of a, a pop culture film and someone's intimate, hardcore love of Queen and that song in particular. It brought it back to the mainstream so big that's that's impressive man it i love that yeah un- unfortunately freddie mercury died right before this movie came out uh but mike myers had sent him uh some some of the filming of them in the car headbanging to bohemian rhapsody he just never got to see it uh take off again in america and uh, reignite uh queen to a whole new audience all right, so Mike, I don't think we can do uh, spoilers for this because we've already pretty much spoiled the hell out of it, and there's not really anything you can really spoil. I mean, everybody knows Wayne's World. Lots of people have seen Wayne's World. It was a phenomenon even to this day. Even the younger generations have seen it. Um, let me ask this. If you had to pick a favorite scene in the entire movie, what scene would you pick as your favorite? Oh, man. That's super hard, man. I know. I know. I know. It's a hard question because I love this whole movie through and through from start to finish. But if you had to pick one scene that really just sold Wayne's World to you, what would it be? (laughs) Well, uh, I think it would be the flashcard scene where Wayne and and Garth are doing their uh, show now from the new studio and they tell him that he has to he has to 
performed this interview and they've written out what he's going to say on the cards. And he he's like, oh, can I borrow your pen? I, I need to make some notes or whatever. And the guy's like, yeah, no problem. And then he writes in all these stuff like, this man has no penis. And um, just about well, that quote, do you want a little trivia about that quote about this man has no penis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. All right. So, you know, the guy that plays uh, uh, Noah Vanderhoff is um, Bill Murray's uh, brother. Brian. No, I, I didn't know that. Yes, that is Brian Doyle Murray. That is Bill Murray's brother. He appears in a lot of Bill Murray's films and Saturday Night Live, fil- Night Live films and things. Um, oh, okay. The reference of this man has no penis is a callback, and I'm not sure if it's Mike Myers that did that specifically, or if uh, Brian Murray or Brian Doyle Murray suggested it, but it is a direct callback to one of uh, Bill Murray's biggest roles ever, Ghostbusters. If you remember, they're picking on uh, Peck when they are arrested in the original one. And Bill Murray uh, points to the redheaded guy, uh, Peck, I don't remember what his first name is, character name is, and he says, this man has no dick. <laughs> and so it is a direct <laughs> reference to Ghostbusters. Oh, man, that's awesome. That makes it even more awesome. But, yeah, that that scene with the flashcards is, uh, is so funny. Um, and he didn't know. Oh, it was great. I, I really... I, I thought that was great. There's so many great scenes in this movie, though. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My favorite scene, it's a long scene. Well, I'm going to call it a long scene. And I like what they did with um, a similar scene in Wayne's World 2. But my favorite is probably the Alice Cooper concert um, from start to finish. From them you know, being there, hanging out, Alice Cooper performing to them going backstage, meeting Alice Cooper, and doing the classic bending over, you know, worshipping of Alice Cooper, saying we're not worthy, to the trivia of Alice Cooper, you know, and everybody says, oh man, you know, Wayne says, oh, this guy knows how to party, and he's just spouting off, you know, historical trivia. I just, I love that whole scene. There's just so much going on. It's so good. Nice, man. Nice. And then, you know, in the sequel, uh, the backstage stuff isn't quite as great. It's more dealing with the relationship with Wayne and uh, his girlfriend, Tia Carrera, and all that. But the um, scene at the concert with the, marsh pit, with the mosh pit, and they're passing over the pizza guy, and they're passing over the refrigerator, that just, that always takes me back to our days of going to concerts. I loved that so much. Nice. Nice, man. Anyways, all right, Mike. Well, let's go ahead and do it. Let's get it out of the way. I hope you have found it. I don't know how difficult it, difficult it was, Mike, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Mike, how does Wayne's World relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, well, thanks for asking, Matt. Uh, yeah, this one was uh, more difficult. Uh, I, I know it's 92, which is a lot closer than some of the movies that we were looking like, the 72s and all that. But anyway, uh, I found uh, a guy who is Alan Greff. He's a second unit director. I don't even know what that is. And he was in one episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as a trooper. Oh, nice. 
Um, typically the second unit director would be like, say, um, they're filming at multiple locations at once because I think they filmed this movie in like, like 30 or 40 days or 45 days. They filmed it really fast because, um, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey had to be back in New York for SNL. And so they filmed it really fast, but typically what a, what a second unit director is, is they're at a different location than the main location doing second filming. And he's the one that's directing all that. So like scenes that didn't have Mike Myers or Dana Carvey or one of those and say they're filming, you know, just like a rock concert scene or whatever. And Mike and uh, Dana aren't there. That's what the second unit guy would be doing. Oh, okay. Well, um, speaking of Mike Myers, this was his feature film debut for Mike Myers and another endearing character that is missed, uh, Chris Farley's. Yeah. Uh, First role as well, yeah, in, in the theater mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the movie, movie, yeah, yeah, in a feature length film, yep, yep. All right, so oh, I'm trying to think what 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 other trivia do you have loaded down of uh, uh, Wayne's World there, Mike? I mean, we could sit here and talk all about this movie all day, but I, I like you know, especially on some of these legacy casts where everybody knows these movies inside and out. It's always fun to spout off some trivia. Um, I don't think uh, Mike Myers actually likes this movie. Really? Funny. Oh, that's yeah. right. They were. I read something about how he doesn't like the the cut of it. Right? He got in a big argument with who? The, yeah. The yeah the the director. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not back for the second Wayne's World. Like when they made the second one, they they didn't hire her back. Uh, Penelope. Spheris? Yeah, I'm not sure how you pronounce that last name. It's kind of crazy. Um, speaking of her, you know she's actually in the movie. Uh, no, no. Uh, where is she at in the movie? The last part of the film, when they're your favorite scene, when they're filming an episode in the studio, she is the lady that is in the booth that's right front and center, senator, right front and center, talking uh with a headset on and everything you don't hear her talking but she's sitting there when they cut to the booth on a couple scenes oh man that's cool yep she put herself in there i mean i guess you might as well right if yeah. you're if you're making a movie like i know m night does that in all his movies he always makes some kind of yeah he does can't, can't. <laughs> he does a lot more than just you know oh look here i am you know Oh, yeah, like, just not walk, like, yeah, some directors will just have, like, a walking through thing or whatever, but. No, he's got to be, like, his own character in all of his freaking movies, but whatever. Do whatever you got to do, M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong. I still yep. love your movies, brother. Yeah. Um, well, uh, talking about some more uh, trivia, um, did you know that. Uh, the Stratocaster guitar in this uh, was, let's see. Um, so they, it was made up, the, the name of it, uh, Excalibur or whatever. Well, they ended up, because of the popularity of this movie, making one. Really? Fender. <laughs> I did not know that. That's awesome. F- Fender ended up making one, and it has, like, the Wayne's World symbol on it. Yeah. Oh, dude, Which, that's cool. Yeah, um, this is also the most successful SNL movie, uh, SNL skit-based movie ever. It even uh, bigger than um, 
Bruce, Blues Brothers. Really? Wow, because yeah. Blues Brothers, that's a hard hard one to beat, man. That's one where I might, when when we get to reviewing Blues Brothers, I might bring in a special guest to talk about that one. That'll be fun. Okay, but um, yeah. Um, and I guess I didn't know this, but the, the no stairway thing that's, that's at the music store was apparently um, back in the 70s when it came out in England. Uh, so it was so popular that people actually like they banned it being played because they got tired of hearing it so much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dude, speaking about that whole scene of the music store, um, you know, most people that know Dana Carvey know that he's a legitimate rock heavy metal drummer. That whole scene where he is doing a solo in the music store that is him really playing it. He is the one that wrote that and he is the one that did it. And that whole solo goes on for 36 seconds of the film. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, cause it looks awesome. Oh yeah. I love how it, the lights all come down and you know, it spotlights it like it's a concert and Oh dude, that was so much fun. There's just, this movie is just, there's so many pop culture references, you know, yeah, yeah. I, lo- oh, uh, I love the the fourth wall breaks. Like, there's several times where they're just looking straight at the camera, talking to you. Oh, oh! I just thought of some trivia that I saw the other day about this movie when I was watching it. Um, you know, it takes place in Aurora, Illinois. Yep. They never shot one scene in Aurora. Oh yeah, yeah. That was just where they wanted to say it was from, right? Yeah. They shot a bunch of scenes in Chicago and California and places like that, but they never shot one scene in Aurora proper. Wow. That's that's kind of funny. Yep. Not even like an exterior. <laughs> Anyways. But no, I just the pop the pop culture references are just great even though most of the kids today or not even kids just young adults today probably wouldn't get a lot of them like the uh gray poupon commercials i remember those were huge man yeah those were huge the gray poupon yeah 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 the uh i love the little um like montage of him like uh promoting uh items like like he has like a Pizza Hut and like Pepsi and like what else? Some kind of weird like painkiller yeah. thing. Like I was just like, thinking that the other day. Yeah, Nuprin. Like I have not heard of Nuprin like probably since this movie. And they were a legitimate big deal back then because I remember those commercials. They would go completely black and white except for the pills, which are yellow. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't remember those commercials, but there was Nuprin, and then he had like Doritos. Like man, he was just. It was it was really funny. There's so many just really good creative scenes. Yeah, this is you know, this movie in my opinion is just great all around. Yeah, the cinematography is not um on par with a lot of big budget kind of films and there's nothing wrong with that. This is a a comedy and the soundtrack is amazing. The songs they picked are incredible, including the songs that um, uh, Tia Carrera's uh, band plays. You know, this, a lot of the covers they do are fantastic. Um, oh, another one of my favorite things ever in this in this movie, 
is uh, the car that uh, Rob Lowe drives is a 1966 Pontiac GTO. Oh, my my dream car in it's, you know, actually the car that my father owned in college was a 1967 Pontiac GTO. And when I saw that thing pop up on screen, I even remember as a kid asking my dad if that was his car and all that stuff. And he's like, no, no, mine, you know, has minor little differences, but it has quite a bit body changes from that. And I just was like, oh, I love that car. I was so in love with that car. Nice. Well, that's cool, man. Um, Let's see. I guess... I guess, uh, we, Matt, we, should we get to our ratings, or what, what do you think? Because I think we can talk about this movie yeah, pretty I know. much. We could keep going like, and going and we, going. We, we could, like, simulcast it, you know, like, where you watch it, and then we could talk about every scene in it, like, and we would have something to say about the whole thing. Yeah, and we probably shouldn't do that, because I don't know if you remember, uh, way back in our early days, almost a year ago now, Santos and I did that for one of the episodes uh, I think it was when you were still just a guest host, even though at that point you were pretty much the permanent host because nobody else came in. But I did an episode with Santos where we basically did the mystery uh, theater 3000 thing and sat there and watched Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure and talked about the movie while we were watching the whole thing. Oh, okay. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was not one of our best episodes. It was an, a terrible episode, but it was... You know, Santos and I had fun. I don't think many people listened to it, but whatever. But yeah, I've thought about doing that, but I don't know how many people would want to hear us talk for, you know, an hour and a half or two hours or two and a half hours, depending on the movie length. But who knows? Maybe. Maybe we'll give it a shot. Why not? I mean, nobody listens now and we keep it to a half hour. So yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. So Mike, go ahead. You, You want to talk about the ratings? You go for it, man. You go first. All right, so I'm going to give this four and a half reels out of five. Damn it, Mike. What? How many? I I mean, there's maybe a couple things that could have been a little bit better. But, man, if you haven't seen this, you should definitely see this movie. This is a great movie. This is, this is such a fun movie that's like an SNL skit that works just so well, like, for the whole movie. It was just, it's still funny. Yeah, there's a couple of references that are a little old, but other than that, it's still awesome. Well, crap. That's why I said, damn it, Mike, is because I also give it four and a half reels. I figured. I figured. It was either four and a half or five. I was going back and forth. But like I said, it, you know, uh, the age and the, the cinematography not being, you know, earth shattering, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's a comedy. It's not supposed to be earth shattering. But I I love this movie, man, through and through, you know, through and yeah. through. Yeah, it's so so good, so good. I, I love the uh, was the one guy Phil that they pick up that's sitting at a bus stop, just hammered, and they're just starting oh. their night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the next day was is it the next day or is it like two days later? I don't remember. They're like getting an oil change or something on Gar's car, and he's sitting there telling them about the whole night and how awesome it was and where were you guys? And he they were the ones that took him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah, they were getting their car inspected, I think, for emissions. And uh, their their buddy was uh, the guy. He's like, oh man, I saw this awesome band and stuff. And they're like, yeah, man. 
do you not remember? Like, <laughs> she's a babe. She was a total babe. Just out of this world. They're like, yeah. And they keep telling that him that. They're like, yeah, we were there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, this movie is so good. All right, Mike. Well, I guess we should probably call it an episode. But before we go, I want to make sure and remind everyone that the first Poindexter Awards are nipping at our heels. It will be coming up next week. Ooh, man. Next week. And Mike and I are still trying to figure out how we're going to decide on these and how we're going to vote on our awards. But we want you to send in your picks for your movie of the year and your favorite podcast of the year. We have had quite a few votes. I'm going to put a poll out on Facebook, so maybe that'll make it a little easier to get some more people voting on it. We have a pretty good consensus so far, but uh, that could change with a handful of votes. So make sure and send those in. Uh, Email them, text them, Facebook message them, leave a comment, whatever. Just let us know what you think was the best movie of uh, 2018 and what was the best podcast that we recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We want to know. We would love to hear from a a few more people. I I would love to get my first email. We pay for all these email addresses and, uh, you know, they're just, they're just empty. It's, it's awful other than the spam and, you know, buy this pill to help enlarge and, you know, whatever. But, um, that's another story. Yeah. 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 So we love, we love the pill. So Mike, we are going to continue our week of happiness after the last couple weeks of depression and sad movies. What movie are we talking about that I that I picked? You picked this one. I picked the one for Thursday. What what is that pick that I that we're going for on Thursday? Uh, we are talking about the other guys, starring Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg, or Marky Mark, as I like to call him. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Hell yeah! But I I you know that's another really fun, fantastic movie. And I was just thinking as I was watching it the other day. I really wish, you know, don't get me wrong, Vice is an okay movie, but I really miss Adam McKay and Will Ferrell at their peak, you know, when they're at their comedic peak. I mean, the other guys is, oh, it is so just hilarious. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. So anyways, look forward to that one coming this Thursday. We're going to talk about that one. And then please send us in your votes and then... uh Last reminder about the Poindexter Awards, which is going to be Thursday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, because that is our one-year anniversary as a podcast. It is probably going to be the only episode of the week, but it is going to be a long episode. It is probably going to be at least an hour, maybe a little bit more. And so uh, we're going to give you a break and only do one. Yep, yep. So, all right. Well, I think that's it for me, Mike. Uh, you got anything else, brother? Uh, no. No, I think that's it. And um, just want to thank everybody for listening and catch us on our next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.